What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of In the Gym with Noel. I am your host, Noel. Ask that you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment down in the comment section, hit that notification bell so that you can be notified whenever there's a new video up on the channel as well. So today we're going to be doing things a little different. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who has been following me on this channel. This uh, has been a very interesting journey. Um, we started off as something that um, was designed to bring us together, has morphed into um, something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I thought it was going to be a little hard at first, um, but like anything that I've set out to do, it is as easy as I set it out to um, make it. Uh, what I put into it is what I get out of it. Um, I try to give you guys great content every time I come on to this channel. Um, if I don't have anything positive to talk about, uh, I don't record. Um, so with that being said, today's video is going to be um, a mixture of questions and topics that um, are not random. However, they, they wasn't formulated into a proper question. Um, however, I do want the people to get um, their questions answered, even though I understand that they were meant to be sent in as a question. Um, however, the way that they were designed, and you'll see what I mean in a second, um, it really didn't lead to a, a proper question. So it was more like, hey, here are some topic or discussions. Um, if you get a chance, can you discuss these on your podcast? Um, I said, okay. Um, I am happy to oblige any and every person that sends something in that is reasonable and that I can um, properly speak on. Um, if not, I'll let you know, hey, unfortunately, I don't have a, uh, a view or a standpoint on that subject or as a, a individual, I cannot speak on that um, alone. I would need a panel. So if you are looking to come on to the channel, please shoot me a link down in the uh, email that is provided and we can go from there. Um, I, like I said, I always talk about everything, um, hobbies, um, the culture. Um, we talk about movies. We talk about um, pretty much anything. You think about it, we name it. Um, we'll talk about it. It's nothing off subject unless, like I say, it's something that I personally cannot address by myself and I need a panel. Um, so without further ado, let's jump right into it. Uh, so the topics are um, music in the community that is being pushed. Um, raising young women and men, racism, and a question that came in is, do you believe our biggest downfall as a people was integration into places we were told we couldn't go into? So um, let's start off with the first one, which is music and music in the community that is being pushed. So I get it, you know, art. However, um, up until a certain uh, time frame, really like uh, mid to late 80s, going into the 90s, going really hard into the 90s, um, our music was about building each other up. We made love songs, you know, um, we talked about black love, how, how beautiful our women was and so forth, right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere came the birth of hip hop. And hip hop was like, you know, hey, we just want to give you guys our perspective and let you know that, hey, even though we're in love with each other, you know, this is what's going on in our neighborhoods, right? And then out of hip hop spun uh, rap. 
And so when rap hit the streets, rap was like, um, and we're just going to use drugs as an analogy. Rap was like going from marijuana to crack cocaine because it was something that was like all about love and being, you know, laid back and you can ride and cruise to, not that you couldn't ride and cruise to um, rap. It's just that it's a different type of vibe when you're riding around listening to rap music versus riding around listening to um, a Marvin Gaye old school track. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, we went from having, uh, you know, uh, soft music about taking care of our women and being, you know, in love and things like that into um, this new age music that we are currently in. And this new age music that we are currently in, and I'm not knocking anyone if you're, you know, you're doing your thing. This isn't this isn't a ploy to, you know, to crap all over our music because I listen to some of my uh, current artists and I think they're pretty dope. You know what I mean? Um, however, it does feel like that the agenda that's being pushed is black serial killers. There's no easier way of putting it. You know, whenever you are going through eight out of 10 tracks and eight out of 10 tracks that are being like pushed mainstream, I'm not talking about underground artists or your local guy, you know, no disrespect to them, but like mainstream artists who are getting nothing but the buzz, who are getting all the streams and all the views, and they're getting this narrative pushed that, you know, um, killing black people and so forth is, you know, where we want to be. Um, that's a problem. And and those are the ones who are making the millions and millions of dollars and that music is selling, right? So the problem with that is what it teaches our young kids and going to the second point, but trying to stay focused, what that music does is it tells us that um, how you view us, because if you are if you buy into that and you like, yeah, you know, this is yada, yada, and you riding around listening to that, that tells us that's how you view us. Like whenever you shake one of our hands, whenever you go sit down and do a meeting with someone like that, you look across the table and for a moment you out of your, and you can't tell me subconsciously you don't because I don't believe. So subconsciously you go, that's him. That is a direct reflection of who this person I'm about to do something with. Business, you know, hire, whatever the case may be, right? So I think that the music that is being pushed um, is setting us up for um, something that we're not prepared as a culture to actually um, pay attention to. And the reason we're not paying attention to it is because there's a systemic problem that's going on um, with our financial infrastructure, right? We are being um, basically bled out of our um, our wealth um, if we even have any as a, uh, as a nation right now. We don't have any, um, any infrastructures. We don't have any schools, hospitals, uh, banks, you know, so because we don't own any of those three, all our money, all our uh, wounded, um, all our sick, all our children have to attend institutions that are designed to put us into an institution, um, i.e. prison, right? So um, we have to be very careful about who we have controlling our, um, our music and what we are listening to and poisoning our minds with. So, which brings us to the next point, raising young women and men. So, if you pay attention to what is being pushed right now, there is this huge agenda um, that is saying young men should be allowed to be as feminine as they want, and young women should be allowed to be as masculine as they want. However, when you look at our neighborhoods, there is a huge uptick in very feminine young boys and very masculine young women i.e. Um, 
the woman is now the breadwinner and the man is the one living off of the woman. So the roles are reversed. And this isn't something that's been going on, say, like the, the last five years. And this isn't like, excuse me, this isn't a, a natural gender war where you're going, hey, it's, it's male versus female and the pay gap and yada, yada. We're talking about within our neighborhoods. Anybody that comes from the neighborhoods that we come from understand exactly what I'm about to say. Most of the men in our neighborhoods are um, poverty stricken. And the reason being is because they were railroaded at a very early age because our dads, our uncles, grandfathers, and so forth either died of cancer, died by gunfire, or went to the penitentiary. So there were no men left in our communities when we were growing up to raise us as young men into grown men. So what that led was us being kicked out of our, uh, our mother's home at an early age to go fiend for ourselves. And so you have a bunch of young women who got together and said, well, I'm not going to raise my son to look like their father or to imitate their father. So what they did was they made us into or attempted to make us into their image, right? So there's a lot of young men who are my age who are very feminine. However, to hide that feminine side of them, they claim that they're masculine men. And listen, I'm not here to fucking, I'm, excuse me, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful to anyone or anything like that. I'm not here to out anyone and say, hey, this person is a homosexual or this person is in the closet or whatever the case. Who you are in love with and who you like is up to you. I'm talking about young men and women that we are trying to raise within our society. And it is clearly an agenda being pushed. Look at the clothes that we are currently seeing put out on the market. How is it that young men's jeans are slimmer than young women's jeans? How is it that young women are being pushed to go to schools, educated, and so forth, work in the fields? However, the men are being pushed to drop out of school, go be a pro ball player, go be a football player, go, go, get, um, go get a gun, go murder someone, and then become a rapper. Right. So if this is what we are teaching our young women and men, the roles have reversed. And then let's get to the other side of what we're teaching our young women. Right. We're teaching our young women to be sluts. Prostitutes, hoes for hire. Like what type of lifestyle is that? Anytime that I hear a young woman say, well, eventually my son is just going to have to deal with the fact that, you know, I'm on OnlyFans. Eventually he's going to find out and I don't care. Like What type of woman? says that about her son or even their daughter. That's the type of young women and men we're raising. And now when she bumps into the product of that, she's quick to say, oh, that dude is trash. However, you're raising your son or daughter to be just like that woman that you don't like or just like that young man that you don't like. So that's a huge problem that I see within our community as we're raising our children. Now let's get to the third topic, racism. So... A lot of people have this perception that racism can go both ways, that our people um, and white people can be on the same level when it comes to racism. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to laugh to be funny, but just the thought that someone thinks that in this day and age is telling me that there's a huge problem within our, our, uh, our schooling system and, our, and at home. Because that means what we're teaching our children is the exact opposite of what racism means. So let me break it down. There is no such thing as a black person being able to be racist. 
There's no such thing as reverse racism when it comes to people who look like it's just it's impossible. That's like saying someone who was S A is the the greatest. It's it's impossible. You know what I mean? Like if if you look at what racism is, right, and the idea behind systemic racism and what that has done to our people overall, and if you actually looked into that, there's no way out of your mouth you can go, well. Black people are racist towards white people. Black people are racist towards Arabs. Or black people are, like, are you guys serious right now? And I see it. You know, hey, man, it's quote, unquote, the last couple of days of Black History Month. Let's see how everything looks in March. In two days, let's see if we have the same amount of information being funneled in two days. Now, I'm not knocking it. Hey, man, funnel, you know, flood the market with as much information to show, hey, man, here's the truth. Here's stuff that's false. I'm all about that. I love reading. I love watching everyone's videos. But let's keep it going. Because as someone once said, black history is American history. But going back to the thing about racism. So here's where everyone goes. Everyone goes, well, no one no one today um, is a former slave or a slave master. No one I know benefited off a of slave or uh, the ownership of slaves. No one you know is affected by slaves. You out your goddamn mind. You are out your cotton-picking, rabbit-ass mind if you feel that way. 90% of the people on the face of the earth today either benefited or are affected by slavery. So here's the thing, right? Racism, right? The idea of being a racist has come to the point where people will look at me and say, oh, well, you're racist. How the hell am I racist? Who can I effect on a systemic level i can you mean to tell me i can deny you on a systemic level and it will affect generations come on man the the perception that because you are white and you are a racist that didn't come from me however i do understand the ideology behind it and and if you don't that's fine you know, but we can sit and have a conversation about that. So the the issue is this. Black people can be um, bigots. We don't have to like white people, but we have a reason why we don't like white people. And, and here's the thing. Let me clear something up. Are we talking about 100% all white people? No. Are we talking about 100% all black people? However, the difference is when I say white people, you guys get offended and go, oh, look at this guy. He's he's doing this thing where they do that. We don't like they don't like what we do. There it is right there. You don't like. When we call you guys out for your BS. So what you do is you move the goalposts. It's like some women do real feminine trait there. my, My racist friends. Move the goalposts. And then try to point the thing at us like we created this system that we currently have to survive in. Not thrive, but survive in. Whenever I hear someone of uh, a higher racist stature go, well, look at the, look at OJ. Look at Bill Cosby. Look at Michael Jackson. Those are black men who made it out. Look at Oprah. And I go, you got to be fucking out your mind. So... I'm not here to debate facts. 
You can look it up yourself or don't. I don't really give a shit. I'm here to tell you, if you're black out there, you can't be racist. There's no such thing as reverse racism. That's just like saying black on black crime. There's no fucking such thing. It's about proximity. It's about the idea that white people for the betterment over 400 years have benefited from the, the atrocities that occurred and still are going on to this day of black people. I was driving the other day with one of my kids um, and we could see from miles cotton farms or whatever you want to call them today. today. And, and all I could think of is over there in that area, someone that looked like me was shot and murdered. Someone that looks like my mother was, was S.A. and great. And no, we're not slaves. We're prisoners of war. Please let's stop calling each other slaves. I know it's something we got to break out of. It takes time. Even me, you know, I, hey, man. Let's control that. And let's really look at what we truly are. Prisoners of war. So anyway, going back to the point of racism. I'm here to tell you, man. The world does not care about us as black people. The reason being is because if they did, there would America would have been fucking invaded in order to stop the shit that's going on to us. No one gives a fuck. Africa would have been set free. The fucking people in China that deal with fucking races would have been set free. All over the fucking world, Russia, Ukraine, fucking uh, the, the islands, anywhere you see a black person that's getting fucking brutalized because of the color of their fucking skin, it would have stopped a long time ago. But no one gives a fuck about us. That's racism. Well, you can look at me, murder me, and then go say, oh, when he was 10 or 12, he got a fucking, he, he got caught stealing, so that's why we had to kill him at fucking 45 and 50. What the fuck? Oh, you, he, it's just like that one time that guy pulled a gun on Bob in fucking Chicago. I know we're in California, but that's why he had to be taken down. You sound like a fucking idiot. You know who you are, that guy that, that walks around with the fucking cowboy hat, the former cop that talks like that. Really, like, really, guy? As if we, as black men, we don't have enough shit to deal with? Excuse my language. Question number one. Do you believe our biggest downfall as a people was integration into places we were told we couldn't go into? Yes. So, there's no secret. When I was growing up, I was more Malcolm than I was Martin. Um, and it wasn't until my mid to late thirties that I, um, started looking into, um, Martin's, uh, Martin Luther King, doc, excuse me, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s, um, later stories right before he passed. 
Um, and, and, and it really showed like his regrets on how he felt about um, the work he had put in um, prior to. And it's unfortunate that he didn't get the chance to, to express how he really felt. Because in my opinion, I felt Martin um, in his later years was more Malcolm than he was uh, Martin in the beginning. Um, so yeah, I think that that was uh, our biggest downfall. And I think a lot of our, um, the, a lot of the people who, who fought for um, segregation to end so that we could go eat at you know, uh, the, the, the restaurants and go to the schools and you know, go to the hospitals and so forth. I don't think that in the time frame that everything was going on and they were fighting and screaming and everything, um, and we were being beaten and hung and shot at and hit with bricks and rocks and run off the road. I don't think that we actually stopped and said, hey, man, um, do we really want this? And what is this going to do for our children? Because everyone was just fighting for equality and humanity. You know what I mean? So when you're fighting out there, you know, uh, I don't think that had they actually um, caught a glimpse of the future, they would have been fighting for it so hard. So yeah, I do think that our biggest downfall was the um, the fact that we fought for integration instead of more economic um, more, more economic um, institutions and um, more places like hospitals and educations for our own self. Because um, I heard this earlier, but no one fought um, to go into Big Mama's uh, restaurant. Everyone fought to get out of Big Mama's restaurant to go into um, Big Wheels restaurant, should I say, you know, whatever the guy's name is, Bill, or Bill, should I say, Big Bill's restaurant. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that that was, or, you know, to go into, you know, um, someone else's public school. And now we look back on it and we're going, shit, we should have just stayed with our own and, and taught our own children, you know? Um, however, not everybody feels that way, but that's just my opinion. So I do feel like the, our biggest downfall as a people <clears throat> was our integration, excuse me, was our integration when we should have um, fought hard enough to build our own self up first. And then once we had our own institutions established and so forth, we should have began um, trading, you know, and treating it just like everyone else, you know, like a business. But now we have no business, um, we're just consumers. And that's a huge problem, you know. We're we're the largest consumers on the face of the earth, and everyone is milking us for our um, our equity, which is what I was talking about earlier about um, us just being swindled out of every dime we have. So um, I think that as a people, we need to sit our asses down, refocus, look at where we are, um, and, and put our information and our wealth and so forth together, and start coming together and doing better. Because the shit that's going on, man, and that has been going on within us, we are now in a place where what the fuck are we going to do for the next 10 years? Are we going to keep twerking on fucking live and, you know, uh, showing our fucking nipples and uh, fucking wearing skinny jeans? So um, that's just my opinion, man. I think that um, as a people, um, we have to fucking get our shit together, you know? If no one else is telling you, I'm here to tell you. I've seen it. I've lived it. We need to fix this shit. Um, it, it's not looking good for the home team, y'all. Um, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment down in the comment section.
be safe out there. Um, don't do no dumb shit uh, this weekend. Um, make it home to your wife, to your family, to your kids, to whoever you got, your dog, your cat. Um, you know, leave a comment down in the comment section. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace.